0: There shall come forth a rod from the stem of Jesse, and a branch shall grow out of his roots. The Spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him, the Spirit of wisdom and understanding, the Spirit of counsel and might, the Spirit of knowledge and of the fear of the Lord. His delight is in the fear of the Lord, and he shall not judge by the sight of his eyes, nor decide by the hearing of his ears. But but with righteousness... He shall judge the poor and decide with equity for the meek of the earth. He shall strike the earth with the rod of his mouth and the breath of his lips. He shall slay the wicked. Righteousness shall be the belt of his loins and faithfulness the belt of his waist. The wolf also shall dwell with the lamb. The lepers shall lie down with the young goat, the calf and the young lion, and a little child shall lead them. The cow and the bear shall graze, their young ones shall lie down together, and the lion shall eat straw like the ox. The nursing child shall play by the cobra's hole, and the weaning child shall put his hand in the viper's den. They shall not hurt nor destroy in all my holy mountain, for the earth shall be full of the knowledge of the Lord as the waters cover the sea. And in that day there shall be a rod of Jesse, who shall stand as a banner to the people, for the Gentiles shall seek him, and his rest shall be glorious. From God our Heavenly Father, a blessed angel came, and unto certain shepherds. Welcome back to conversing with the text. I am, as always, Michael Ware, pastor of Holly Ridge Presbyterian Church. Come check us out if you're in Blacksburg or Gaffney or Kings Mountain or Shelby or anywhere in the Cleveland County, Cherokee County area. Um, if you're looking for a place to worship, um, you can come join us. We are a little liturgical, but you get used to that. It's, uh, it, it becomes something that you enjoy and, and becomes glorious. So we are in week two of Advent, and week two uh, is Isaiah chapter 11, 1 through 10, as you heard, and we see a prevailing theme in um, the passages, um, so far at least, they're mountain passages, uh, passages that deal with the mountain, and here we are promised the rod of Jesse, who is the root and branch Um That that theme follows all the way down to Jesus Christ, who is um, the root and stem of Jesse, he says. What I want to focus on today um, is that Jesus is the banner to the people. Um, He's going to—he shall stand as a banner, and so— what I explained to uh, the congregation is we 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 have to have kind of an understanding we need to know a little bit about military history just a little bit um, to understand what exactly Isaiah is saying um, so uh, this you know we're in modern warfare now uh, we're in an age where it's just hundreds of thousands of people um involved in in the military and planes and and ships and and tanks and all that right well they communicate uh with one another uh through you know uh, radio uh and and all this so th- this kind of could get lost on us but with um ancient warfare and even up to the uh early well even up to the late nineteenth century. Um, they didn't. They, they didn't communicate that way on the battlefield. They communicated with flags uh, and banners. Um, and so the you had uh, you know company banners and uh, regiment banners and um, and the like. And so what would happen is you'd be on the battlefield and would be full of um, smoke and blood and and dying and screaming men. And commands would be unable to be understood or heard uh, across a field uh, so what what the commander wanted you to do or the general or or your king or whatever would be hard to understand. so they would look to these banners and these banners would tell them um, what they needed to do so uh, if you or uh, a movie buff if you you know if you've seen the movie Braveheart. That's the way he communicated uh, on the battlefield, right? He would take a flag and he would wave it. Uh, a certain flag would 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 tell him to do this or that or the other, and and we see that the same thing with the English King, um, Longshanks, where you know he he tells his general that send in the infantry or send in the archers or, or, or whatever, and then they would wave a flag to tell everybody in that unit this you're up. It's time for you to do this. Well, this is what's being said. Um, the banner for the church is going to be Jesus Christ. Now, that means all people will stream to him. All people, that's what we've been told. It's what we saw last week, right? And the nation shall stream into Zion. And so then we're given that, that this holy mountain, uh, last week we saw... Uh, that the, the holy mountain, uh, the church, the body of Christ, would be above all, all the mountains, be exalted above the hills, and now this holy mountain will be such that they will do no more harm in all of the holy mountain. So, we, we follow this down to the ground, and we can say then that since the mountain is going to grow and overtake the earth, we saw that in Daniel 2, and uh, all the people are going to stream into it, and they'll do no more war. now see this is the this is the catch this this is not speaking of the eternal state. this is not talking about when we die and the, and time ends right it, it is not talking about that it is talking about in time and history see and 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 I want you to think through this with me because um. People get confused on this. They oh, this this has to be, because this this has to be heaven, because cows and bears aren't going to graze together. Bears don't graze. They eat meat. They eat fish. They eat they eat small animals. They they well sometimes will attack and try to eat people. They they they're not they're not going to graze together, right? A, a wolf and and a a lamb's not going to. They're not going to lie down together. They're not going to live together, right? Because the wolf will eat the lamb. So, you know, so a lot of people will say, well, this has to be, this has to be in heaven because things are progressively getting worse and worse. Well, the problem with that is, um, why would would we have to say, why would we have to say that they're no longer going to, they're no longer going to learn war. Right? So, if you're in the eternal state, you, you don't have to say. You don't have to say, we're not going to learn war. We, we know that being in the the uh, glorious, propitious, gracious presence of our Holy Father, we're no longer going to be wanting to kill each other. We, we're, we know that. You don't, and, you, and you don't have to tell even the youngest child that, that has any understanding of God. So why would Isaiah say that about the eternal state? The other thing that we need to think about, and follow this all the way down again, is the nursing child and the weaning child. All right. So Jesus tells us that we will not have we will not be uh ha- we won't be married. We'll be like the angels. We won't be married and we won't be given in marriage. Um some people have said that given in marriage means sex. I don't know that that's necessarily true, but 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 that's another topic for another day. But what we do know what we do know is that we're not we're not Mormons. And so that means that we we don't believe that children are born in heaven. So right, we're not, we're not going to continue to have children in the eternal state. I wouldn't think. I don't I don't I, I mean I I have no reason to believe that's true. Right. So so where are the weaning children coming from? I Again, I don't. I don't think that that's that's. It has to be that this is talking about, you know, life here on Earth, uh, in time and history. Um, so, so then, then it's in in our day. Well probably not in our day, but in, in, in our time, we're, we're going to see, um, or at least our grandchildren, well, my grandchildren, hopefully, great-grandchildren, will see a time when the nations begin to revert back to Christ. And, and we got to realize that this, this is kind of how it happens. We, we talked about last week the death, burial, and resurrection, right? The death and resurrection of the church. So, uh, you know, 100 years ago, uh, most of Europe uh, was Christian uh, in the in the broadest sense of the word. Um, so you 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 know, Russia was Eastern Orthodox, and there was a lot of Eastern Orthodox churches. Most, I mean, uh, countries. And then there's Protestant countries, and then there were Catholic countries. But they they were Christian in some sense, and. Um, had great influence in Africa and the United States and South America, but they were both Christian. Australia was Christian. I'm sitting here looking at a map. maps, helping me. Um, India was being Christianized. China was being Christianized. Japan was closed off, but that changed after the Second World War. Anyway, for I mean, by and large, <clears throat> just 80 years ago, 90 years ago, um a large majority of the world was under the influence of the gospel um, in some sense or another. Now, we can argue over the validity of the Eastern Orthodox gospel and the Roman Catholic gospel and are they true gospels and whatnot. But what we need to understand is they, by and large, obeyed the law of God, and which which is what what we're told is going to come out of... Of of Christ's coming, and because of that, then there will be peace. So this is the week of peace. So we had hope last week. Um, we have hope that this mountain will be above all the mountains, and then and then and that would that gives us hope. And then, then when he comes, he's going to bring with him peace. Why? Because His delight is in the fear of the Lord, verse 3. And he will not judge by the sight of his eyes, nor decide by the hearing of his ears. Now, this makes no sense to us until we understand what is really being said here. It's not that um, witnessing things and judging things uh, through that those senses are bad. What he's saying is, I'm not going to use my capacity to judge, I'm going to use righteousness, right? But with righteousness, he shall judge the poor and decide with equity the meek of the earth. He shall strike the earth with the rod of his mouth, and with the breath of his lips, he shall slay the wicked. Now, <clears throat> here's the hope, right? So, if if Christ stands as the banner to the people, and the Gentiles seek him, right? And, and he's doing this righteously, and the law is going out of, right, going out into the world, right, then how is the, the wicked slave with the breath of his mouth? It, it's, a, it's, a, it's another uh, typological picture that we see. It's, it's very similar to what we see in Revelation, where it's the sword of his mouth, not the sword in his hand, that he, that he slays the wicked with. And so the slaying is the same way. I was slain. I was wicked, and I was slayed. I was slain by the breath of his mouth. If you're a Christian, you were slain by the breath of your mouth. If you have loved ones and, and friends and, and coworkers that you won't see come to Christ, you need to pray that God would slay them. that he he would slay them with the breath of his mouth, that he would strike the earth with the rod of iron that he promises to break all the earth with. Now, we use language like that. It bothers us because it's warlike. It sounds violent. But the thing that we need to understand, it's not just that it's violent, but God is is showing us that like a mighty warrior, he's going to subdue all the earth. Like a mighty warrior, he's going to subdue all the earth. And he tells us, he tells us, when he gives us the um the illustration uh that he that he uh takes from the prophets uh where, where he says uh and it where it's at just left me but but he says uh i'm the i'm the cornerstone i'm the stone the rejecters built uh, the the builders rejected excuse me and and if you fall on me if you fall on me if you fall on this stone You'll be broken in pieces. That sounds bad. But then he gives the alternative, and the alternative is for that stone to fall on you, meaning judgment. You'll be crushed into powder. And so that's judgment. The breaking in pieces, that's not judgment. You need to be broken in pieces. You need to be struck like a potter's vessel and be shattered and broken so that you can then be put back together. And used for the kingdom. So that's the kind of language that we have. It's, it's propitious language. Break me, God. Search me and try me to see if there's any wicked thoughts in me. And destroy them. Destroy them. And so that's, that's what is said is going to be happening here. He gives the illustrations of these different animals that would be uh, not... You know, animals that would cohabitate with one another. They wouldn't get along. You know, cows don't want to be around bears because bears eat them, eat meat. You don't want your child playing with the cobra hole or the viper's den. These are very dangerous animals, right? You don't, you don't want to do that. But when the kingdom comes in fully, these things are going to, it's going to be like that, right? We, we use the illustration of, the Jews and the Palestinians or um you know the Irish and the English or um you know you know the the Germans and the French right they just long time ancient enemies who have animosity towards one another and have never gotten along now they're going to now they're going to dwell together they're going to eat together they're going to um be one um so we we how do how do we eat together you know how 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 do Southerners right and Northerners right how, how do how do they eat together? Will we we share the same loaf? We we partake of the Lord's body. We eat together. We eat together. We we will fellowship together. Um, we have brothers and sisters in uh, you know Maine, New Jersey, um, Iowa. California, Oregon, Russia, right? Tanzania, Mongolia, all these different places. And every Lord's Day, if uh, we're obedient, then we partake of the same loaf every week. Every week we partake of the food that God has given us, the the body and blood of Jesus Christ, represented in the bread and the wine. And so we're able to see this becoming more and more real, more and more true, right? The, the root of Jesse now stands as a banner to the people, right? The stump that remained after God's judgment became a branch. And that branch then turns and feeds the church, the golden, the golden lampstands and the piping from the olive tree, which is Christ, which is Christ. There's a lot of themes there. Um, but um, we, we see this, and it's glorious. His rest is glorious. His resting place shall be glorious. And so everywhere, everywhere that Christ is seated as king over the people. His resting place is glorious. All right, so that's about all the time we have today. I hope that you uh, have enjoyed this. Uh, I hope it has been uh, made you think, made you um, wonder a little bit maybe, and maybe it'll cause you to search the Scriptures. If you have any questions or concerns, please reach out to us at crownrightcastnet at gmail.com. Or you can reach out to me personally on Facebook uh, through Messenger, and uh, maybe we can talk about these things together. Uh, Until the next time, walk in a manner worthy of Christ to please God.